Blog Talk Radio. Now meaning that Ohio State does not qualify for any bowl game or the championship. Wow. And it's not even confirmed that the players have COVID. They just canceled the game, and they can't get their six wins. So is this level of pettiness is using COVID as ways to come up? What do y'all think about that? Should we be using COVID as a come up, even if it's a petty come up? Wow. That's a real petty come up. That's some rivalry for you. What y'all wow, think? Are wow. we allowed to use COVID as petty come up? <laughs> what? What do you think, Mr. Chu? Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going. I'm here for it. I am here for this level. What? I am here for this level. Okay, you got to understand this. And that's, their main rival. and that's their main rival. Also, the coach, Harbaugh, for University of Michigan, He's gonna he's gonna get fired okay. in the next few years. So if you at least get leave with a petty championship, this okay, is, okay, this is real petty. You ain't never won no championship while you're at University of Michigan. You might as well get one of the pettiest championships in the Big Ten. That's why I'm here for it. They didn't give one COVID. They just said they had it and canceled the game. Wow. On top of that, a sportscaster said last week they probably were going to do this. Yes, yeah, someone called it out as a sportscaster called out. They would probably do this. Oh. And he was Ohio alumni. Yes. And they did it. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to be wrong. Like, yeah, yeah, Michigan's played mostly during COVID, and they lost a lot of games during COVID. Yes. And that's why they pulled this level of pettiness and ruined someone else's uh, season. But, all right, that's it. That's all I got for y'all today. Wow. So we can wow. get to the and figure out. Wow, 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 wow. So I want to say this. Okay. Um shout out to everyone who um who has been a tremendous help to oh, yeah, be right back. Be right back. Um everything that's going on with True Radio. We want to take a quick two points. When we come back, we're going to dive into the topic. And we're going to have a great discussion. We'll be right back after this quick 2.2. Deuces.
I mean, uh, <laughs> Christopher J. The J stands for Juice. <laughs> Christopher J. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got the juice. I got the juice. I got the juice. Two parts only. A.K.A. Mr. Center. And do I got any more names? Y'all be coming up. A.K.A. I'm him again. You're him again? <laughs> and I'm here with my other illustrious co-host. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Grantastic, A.K.A. Uh-huh. The Professor. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Bald is Beautiful. Okay. A.K.A. Can you chew? Woo woo. <laughs> and last but not least, A.K.A. Negro Suave. Suave. Hey, someone, hey, someone in the chat room hey, say suave. A.K.A. Mr. Clean. <laughs> hey. I say clean. Oh, man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the topic for today, tonight's show is part two of what we discussed last week, part one. What's the point? What is the point? What is the point of your relationships? Mm. We're going to dive into that. What's the point? Of what's going on in in society and everything that's going on around you. Mm-hmm. What's the point of your existence? Mm-hmm. What is the point? And I'm going to start it off with said question led to the panel. Um, but before I do, I just want to say the number of the dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. If you're on the Podbean app, or if you're interested in getting it, go to trueradio.podbean.com, download the app, and you can call in or comment or chat with us that way. Also, go to trueradio.net, and you can watch us live and also comment and chat with us that way and call in as well. Be active in the chat, y'all. Be active in the chat. Who? Instagram Live, I see you. In relationships, mm-hmm. what gender capitulates the most, the male or the female? Uh, can we get, can uh, I get the origin of the word? Yeah, origin of the word, please. <laughs> can you use it as a sentence? <laughs> um. Yeah, so remember, we discussed this last week. We mm-hmm. had a little review about it last week. Indeed. I'm bringing it back up as the, because that's where we left off. Men's yeah. knees. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, 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 which one capitulates the most? Which one bends the knee the most in relationships? So, until we get some numbers, men can be like, oh, men do. And women will be like, no, women do. And then we're just going to continue to point fingers at one another. But at the end of the day, based on the quote-unquote uh, gender roles, uh-huh. I feel like the man has to... Oh, dang, go ahead, excuse, go ahead. Excuse me. I feel like the man has to. Okay, okay. So you feel like the man has to capitulate the most in the relationship. Grantastic. Do you have anything to say? Man, I think that it's um, especially from thoughts from last week to this week. I think it's it's more complicated than just like who ends up doing it more. 
I think to some extent it look it appears as if men do it more. I will say that because of the you know the society norms of relationship movies, um, you know buying diamond rings stuff like that. You know for the wedding, the people care about the the woman her dress, not really about the guy in the suit at the wedding. No 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 no. Let's 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 dive deeper. Okay, let's, I don't know. Dive. I was just saying like okay okay. Appears. It appears that way. Um, but honestly, I I really be, like now I really think it's actually kind of both. I don't think people do it more than the other. I think it looks different. Okay, so let me say this: mm-hmm. Can women demand the same thing from a man that women in the past have? The older women, how they demand that a man to be a provider and things like that. If today's generation of women are not taught how to properly respect the man. I'm going to go ahead and turn this phone because I know the chat's going to be burning after that question over here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you repeat that and, question. And, and I, let me say it, let me say it, let me say it like this. They want to repeat that question. They already roll it. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me, let me say it like, let me say it like this. If women are taking more of a dominant role in relationships, like currently in this era? In this era. Okay, okay. Can they expect the men of yesterday's era? Can I say that actually I don't think they should expect things of yesterday's era? For okay, me. okay. Why is that? Because yesterday's era of men, yes, okay, maybe you were the provider, but you weren't the communicator. Mm. You, mm. May have, you may have been the provider, but you also was the abuser. Woo! Talk, you know. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, and I know we talk about eras and stuff like that. You know, we talk about it at the barbershop about sports and stuff like that. About oh, like the the past era, like how it used to be. But you know something? It's like there's a lot of things in the past that didn't work, and the result. Yes. And the, yes. Uh, a lot yes. of us, like, uh, like our generation. Talk, I gotta pass it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, our generation is is part of. Shout out to Ray. Shout out to Ray. I'm sorry. These are some durable hoodies, bro. They are. These are just fresh, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But, like, we are the result of the wrong and toxicity from the past era. Like, our damage is. Oh, say that again. So, so we are the result of the damage done from previous eras. Okay. They didn't talk to us. They didn't want it, like. And again, I understand their level of. In their era, like you said, like there's limited opportunities, yes, limited knowledge because it wasn't like the internet where you can look everything up and Google and feel empowered, yes. Okay, so they were going through real stuff. Also, at the same time, when we talk about like, oh, you know, like the generation above us, it's like, yeah, but those that was the one of the highest divorce rates in that generation. Yes, yeah. The most single family home came out of that generation, and we're trying to repair it. So I don't think they should be asking for men of yesterday. Like for what reason? Okay. Okay. Especially considering, like you said, it's, it's the overflow of the toxic, like of the, of, of the previous generation. Mm-hmm. You don't want, so you really don't want the, the men of yesterday. I mean, not all of, not the whole thing, because you're gonna get just as much of the bad as you are the good. Yeah, the yeah. Is, I do feel like with today's generation, yeah, we see all of these good things, and 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 we see what other people have. So talking to the mic more. So we have ourselves wanting more, especially via social media. Okay. So we find sometimes especially women find themselves expecting more as well. And quite frankly, I don't feel we should be expecting anything. The whole the point uh, I feel like to get into that relationship is to, is to be able to grow with that individual. Yeah. So I need to find out where your hurts and where like 
you're lacking. Mm-hmm. So I can help you more from that. And like we already acknowledged, there's toxicity from the past that mm-hmm. we are the product of. Yeah. So it's things that we need to be growing from from the past. Yeah. So we can take the good and we can kind of work and get rid of the bad. So 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 is it is it safe to say then that the men of today's era now when when I say men of today's era, I'm not talking about the BS men who use women mm-hmm. and abuse women. I'm talking about real men. Men men who are flawed but have the greatest uh intentions behind their woman. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say then that that kind of man is not respected by today's era of women? I I actually um I actually agree with that. Unfortunately, I agree with that. Okay, mm-hmm. break just it like down. Like you said, back then they yeah. were they were they provided, but they weren't communicated. Yeah. Now you'll have men that communicate or who are in tune with their emotions. Yeah. They communicate their emotions, yeah. but then they're looked at. That's key. That's key. In tune with their emotions. Yeah. yeah. And then they communicate it, and then they're looked at as soft. And 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 and, and women, you have to, oh my god, he just dropped the nugget. You got to realize that men of today's era, we're in tune with our emotions, <laughs> but. Most of the time, you think it's coming out. Of, you think it. You think us expressing our emotion is anger, but it's actually passion, <clears throat> and it's actually pain that you're hearing. But the only way we know how to, as men, to express that may seem aggressive. Right. Talk to me. Have y'all ever had that experience where someone has had the wrong perspective of you? Explaining or venting your feelings or your emotions, expressing yourself. Yeah, and I would say that came from me not having been taught on how to communicate properly because uh, uh. my previous generation didn't communicate. Okay, and okay. So they were focusing too much on how I was saying something rather than what I was saying. Whoo. Okay. Okay. Yes. The older generation definitely. Yes, that's how they function. Like, yeah, that's yeah. very much how they function. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. My father used to yell about everything. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, you could have just talked to me, and I would have did the same thing. See, 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 that's powerful. You say that. Then I'm gonna throw it the grandtastic. It's powerful. You say that because with my sons, I always, I, 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 I always get on them for the doing their chores and making sure, I, like the slightest thing. Mm-hmm. I get on them because I want them to be so sharp, but then I stop and I also, I give, me and my sons have more conversations about how much I'm proud of them and how much I love them than it is of me saying that you're not doing your chores or you're not doing something to my liking. I do that because I never want my sons to grow up feeling how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so grandtastic. Um, give us your perspective on that. So there's a couple of things that uh, like kind of came up in the chat and what I was thinking as well are, so the point of um, women respecting men that are in tune with their feelings. So one thing that came up that, that I was thinking was, are men in tune with their feelings? Because remember, we're kind of thinking about like a ricochet off of a previous era. Okay. 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 So it's like, like I was saying, like we're kind of the result of an era and some of their traumas. So it's like, so are men actually in tune with their feelings or do they just know they have feelings now? Oh, oh, great. Go ahead. Respond. And I actually like that too, because to be in tune with your feelings. And so to be in tune is to like be one. So that means that at that point you are able to acknowledge 
and you can, in a sense, communicate. You may not be the best at communicating because that's a whole other language. Yeah. But to to know to acknowledge, you, you know what? I'm upset. Now there's 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 ways to respond. Okay, if I'm upset, some people shut down. Some people get aggressive, but I'm able to acknowledge that I'm upset, and there may be there's some form of a message. Yes, yeah. That you can get out there, like an SOS or a, or a smoke signal or something. Yes, yes, yes. And it yes, may yes. not always be it may not always be good, but if it at that point, if you're able to catch yourself to the point like it's not that type, of, like I'm not I'm not you're not beating on your woman. Mm-hmm. You might raise your voice or something, but even then, that's still a form of communication. And if a woman is strong enough to be able to handle that, like you know, I'd appreciate it if you don't yell or this and the third. Like I'm understanding and give some kind of acknowledgement, like hey, I'm understanding to how you're feeling. But at that point, that that that's actual communication. Yeah. So you know, there's some people that may be like, oh, well, I don't want to keep dealing with this aggression. Well, did mm-hmm. you address the aggression? Because that's the part that you would now have a problem with, and that, that's obviously an issue for him. But as, but, as but well. you but you see the women of old, they knew how to tame the aggression of their man. Right. I've watched. My father get upset about something, not at my mom, just upset in general, because we do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, even before I was even enlightened or woke to do community work, when I was running the streets, being the person that I'm speaking to and mentoring now, <laughs> um, my father been doing this work. Right. Um, but it was my mom who knew how to tame his aggression. Um, and, 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 and she did it with such a gentle spirit that it would make even the person he's in a disagreement with be tamed. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was an aura, a vibe, a chi. Mm-hmm. There, there, there was a, there was a, a magnetic field in my mind where when she walked into the room it would relax even the most aggressive of men I look at it like this today's society teaches women to hate men let me explain what I mean the moment a man does what is according to his nature which is to establish order and to show dominance, it's viewed as negativity. When in all actuality, when you have a genuine man who knows how to lead, knows how to express himself, knows how to go get what is needed in the household, the women sometimes are taught by feminist movements and things to cut short or to undermine their man because let me say let me nigify it. Where are the Coretta Scots, the Coretta Kings, um, the 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 Betty Shabazz, mm-hmm. the women who were married to Martin and Malcolm, who were able to let them do what they're destined to do without making them feeling bad mm-hmm. because they didn't spend X amount of time in the home. Mm-hmm. You always gone. You always you always doing this and that. Who you know, the same people you're trying to raise to an elevation is the same people that's plotting and envying on you. What we, we that can a man, can a black man fight the world of white supremacy and come home and not have to worry about a battlefield? Talk to me, gentlemen. 
I, I honestly, I think that really just depends on who he has chosen to be at home, you know? Um, so I, I think kind of like in that thought process of like, where are the women like that? I believe that the women like that exist. I do too. Yes. I just don't, I, I think that the society, well, actually, honestly, I don't even know if the society really uplifted them or we just knew about them. No, no, no. I, I got you. Cause yeah. he, I am a master of conversation. We are not taught mm-hmm. to pick the proper spouse. That's very true. We look for big booty and butt and, and, and breasts. Yeah. And women look for big money and a nigga with a ponytail or a beard. Can't. Or that has a certain level of status to make them feel of importance. Somebody in the chat, when you were saying, where are those women? Someone said they're dead with Martin and Malcolm. Oh, but I'm <laughs> Christopher J. Oh, God. Oh, man. I have so here. much running through my head right now. Oh, speak, speak, speak. Oh, my gosh. And one of them just really, I, like, some of the thoughts really got missed. I was looking at the chats from Podbean. Okay, and, okay. And when you were speaking, when you were saying, uh, where are the women that are going to let the men do what they had to do? Yeah. And she put LOL cheat. Oh. <laughs> Talk to her. Um, Talk, boy. I'm not, so I wasn't there. I cannot confirm nor deny those allegations. However, mm, mm. however, if back then men were so-called like, doers and not so much communicators or talkers and the yeah. women were the talkers or the communicators and the let the men do yeah were they able to communicate if that was an issue if it happened I, like i said i cannot confirm no denials allegations. so you're saying if a man did step out was he, back then he may not have felt comfortable to communicate that with his woman is that what you're at was that what you're saying I'm trying to understand. I'm, what nah, you're I'm more or less speaking on behalf of the women back then because we talk about because women were just as powerful back then with their man. They were, yeah, they so were more powerful. My thing yeah. is, my thing is, there's no such thing as a toxic relationship without both the people being in it. So, so you're saying both the people have to be toxic in order for the relationship to be toxic. If you if one person is toxic because they're doing toxic things, are you not toxic for staying and enduring it? Ooh. Oh shit. I'm speaking. Oh! I'm speaking. I'm speaking so back. Flat. I'm speaking back then as well. You endured it, so because then we can sit here and go down, like not to not to go too far off, but we can sit here and go back and forth about this whole. You have to have self love in order to have love. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, self, You endured. Yeah, yeah. You were enduring pain. Yeah, yeah. You were letting that individual. And, and be sometimes you. you can't develop self love until you actually fall in love with someone else. But people don't like to say that because they believe in their truth. Right. right. Go ahead. Right. And so that's why, and so with you saying, yeah. saying that part, yeah, in yeah, regards yeah. to um, speaking about your father, like, yeah, they had that connection. Correct. Correct. So it just, it worked for them. Yeah. So which takes me to, rather than sit here and categorize and go based off of women of this era, men of this era, that era, whatever, mm-hmm. you getting with a partner, learn your partner. Okay. Because at this point, everyone's background is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Whether it's my father was abusive verbally, uh-huh. physically, but at this point, it's your. If I tell you this, it's your choice whether or not you're going to figure out if I'm still if I'm about that. Yeah. Especially, but the thing is, 
I'm in tune with my emotions and I'm able to communicate but that see, I'm not and see, I fought that wound. You just learned my wounds in my past. See, see, and I'm I, I'm so glad you said that mm-hmm. because every man has to face the traits that are passed down to him from his biological father. Which is true. The issue that happens in relationships is the spouse that men have been programmed to choose. That does I, I like your wording of that. The yeah, programmed yeah. to choose. Yeah. I like your wording. Does not allow him to challenge himself and what's been passed down through his blood without giving up on him. So he's never in the position to actually challenge that because it takes a spouse, a.k.a. a helpmate, in order for a man to challenge that which is, which is in his bloodline. Okay, and I think that's where now, like, I agree with you, like, a whole, wholeheartedly, but I think we get to the road where it's like, and in, at least for myself, okay, I think I'm moving past the I'm growing in relationship kind of bandwagon. Okay. And the reason why I say that because is that like, yes, you know, like for a man, speaking of myself, that the one thing, and I was talking to a friend last night and I was like, I want to learn more about my father because I want to know what I'm fighting against. Like yeah, I've never man. met my yeah. father. My father's yeah. been in prison for 20 years. Your father was a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. All some real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah real, real, real stuff. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what I'm fighting against, but also at the same time, I don't know what skills I'm getting from him because I can build a house. I didn't realize he just had that skill. He could build stuff without any any um, training or nothing. And I was just in here just renovating the whole house. I'm like, I don't even know how I understand how to do this. So I get that point. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Every relationship that you had at, with a significant other mm-hmm. has been a highly reflective school for you to learn how to evolve yourself. Correct. True, but then, um, but my my next step is is that when are we going to get in, in the evolutionary part to where we are working on ourselves more before we get into the relationship? Like, what's the point of preparation? I do again the same way that I say that every relationship should be taken, it should be circumstantial. Uh, I do truly believe that. What, that, what do you mean by circumstantial? Break like, it down for those who may not understand what you're saying. So what I'm saying is, we were categorizing like, oh, this men of that era, women of that era. We can't say that for every single person, let alone every single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, remember, some banal. Yeah, some banal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel the same thing. I feel the same thing with uh, as Grant Taxes was saying in regards to. Basically, you're talking about someone operating the right way in their singleness. Yeah. Choosing to continue to evolve. Wow, that's, that's a that's powerful no, statement. That's yeah. no different. That's operating. No different. How you? How did you just say that? Operating properly in your singleness. Yeah. Operating properly in your singleness. And oh, that's can pow- I add that's, that? a, that's a powerful can statement. Can I add that that's not just in your twenties either? Yes. Like yes. That, you know, because yes. people think that like okay, like I'm gonna just do my twenty single thing. But then it's like if you're single at a different time in your life, you still need to operate well in your singlehood. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 Christopher J., finish your statement yeah. real quick. Um, some people don't choose to continue to heal because what people don't realize is prior to a relationship or even getting your heart broken, you're healing from what it is, the, the wounds that you acquired through growing but up. But wait a minute, Christopher J., how can I think about healing when this chick in front of me got a big booty and I want that? Big booty Judy. What do you say to the man who's fighting that kind of uh, uh, what can I say? Compelling. 
you either fight you either fight the brother that's in the mirror or you gonna fight you gonna fight the temptation to lose. Or you gonna fight child support. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the chew on that show. Listen, the number of the dollars five one six five three one nine eight two eight. Five one six five three one nine eight two eight. The topic of tonight's show is what's the point? Part two. What is the point of relationships? If you have something you want to comment or say, comment via Facebook um, or call into the show, chewradio.podbean.com, um, or call into the show, 516-531-9828, If you're on the Podbean app, you can just call in via Podbean because that's the best way to call in. Um, as well. Listen, I want to continue this dialogue by saying this. Yes, What's the point? <laughs> um, I want to throw it to. We're gonna start with Grant Tax, then Christopher J. Okay. I'm gonna say it like this. Do it. Women, how do you feel? Y'all listening now? Hold on. And, and I and I want a woman to call into the show or comment mm-hmm. on the show. Comment or call in, please. What the boo? Women, how have you been taught or raised into choosing your significant other? In other words, if you want to be with a specific man, what's the point? What's that number again? 516-531-9828. Okay, we in there. But you're going to have a caller, and this is going to be amazing. (laughs) Oh, hold up. I actually do have a caller right now. Hold on. (laughs) Caller, state your name, where you calling from. Uh oh, she's a loyal follower of the show. Uh oh. Uh oh. Listen, Taz, what you have to say about what we just said? I don't know. I think it's interesting. Uh, women are groomed from a very, very young age, like uh, by their, you know, elders or whatever. But honestly, like the biggest thing, like, it's really like uh talked about when he came to marriage was, oh, just find a God-fearing man and kind of stop there. Mm, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, but it kind of, uh, you know, definitely pushed me away from religion <laughs> overall. So I guess something good uh, has come of it in a way where I'm not like a bigot when it comes to my beliefs. Okay, um, okay. Uh, so I do approach them with knowledge, but... I don't know. Yeah, women are groomed from such a young age. I feel like that would be a better question for the men. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that. Because let's just, if you want to technically look back, even at childhood, like, what do what were boys taught to do? Like, play games and toys? Yeah. Like, it's just, and, and, and our, our ultimate goal was to ultimately score. Right. Score and we're conquer. Gonna it. We're gonna it. And women, y'all were taught to play with Barbie dolls and baby dolls and kitchen sets yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I mean, if that were that, I feel like that would have been a blanketed and categorized, like I guess, response. But I noticed in your comments you said you haven't really, so you didn't really have an influence on that. Um, no, honestly, like my 
like what my, because I come from a very traditional background. I, I was born in North Sudan, um, the Northeast Africa. So I came to the States when I was six. So like at home, you know, our culture was still alive and well, but then on the outside, which has a great influence on, you know, children and, and, and people in their adolescence. Uh, so I was kind of like, I guess, Americanized, but also very Sudanese at the same time. So it was just really confusing. And honestly, I think I'm still pretty confused <laughs> about like what I would want to uphold as, as far as tradition goes. Have you talked to the person in the mirror? Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead, Christopher J. They're fantastic. I want you to talk to her, too. Oh, I'm I just to put the question in, in the chat. They wanted to repeat it. Y'all go ahead. Yeah, go I ahead. was now I was just I was asking if you talk to the person in the mirror. I mean, because I mean, in, on, on one of the shows, we talked about your your spouse should be a reflection of you. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want them to be the exact same. I think things can get a little boring and then you won't have anything to compromise. Yeah, right. I mean, you gotta have like a common ground on, on bigger issues and whatnot. Correct. So I feel like if you're if you've done that part at least, and kind of like a step ahead of the game because a lot of people don't look in the mirror for something wow. other wow. than that. So so let me ask this caller. I don't want to say your name. I just want to say caller. Um, listen. Have so so you feel like you haven't been taught how to properly pick a spouse, correct? Correct. Now, how can you do you feel like the relationships that have went wrong in your life was it majority the man's fault or your fault? know but I do hold myself accountable for a lot of uh things that may have been you know been like uh less than okay I guess more toxic um so I definitely hold myself accountable as well. so so what are some of your toxic traits um honestly I I can be a little bit rash at times um and I'm also very I'm very trusting in others so sometimes I go into situations when when it's like a, a like you know when you're too trusting it's like a it's like to a flaw it's like you're kind of naive that's the word um, I'm a bit naive at times so I am working on that and you know so 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 if usually when usually when someone is too trusting it is because they are seeking a level of affirmation and love that they are lacking absolutely I agree. So what in your life has caused you to lack that type of affirmation or love? I feel like it's, uh, well, my dad was a very high-ranked officer in the Sudanese military. And if you, you know, you know anything about uh, the background of Sudan, there's, there's a lot of, like, civil unrest uh, with civil war. And, then, you know, which eventually resulted in the split of the country to the north and south. Mm-hmm. So um, just him personally, like, uh, He's not very, he, well, growing up, he wasn't a very affectionate person, but I understood, like, um, that's just how things kind of are. He's very militant and very, like, to the point and direct. But um, I learned that seeking that from from others, because I, I still freely give love, is, is not okay, simply because you cannot, again, putting your expectations on others is unfair. Um, and, like, it's kind of like a, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, 
I'll get the red flag to, to dig deeper and dive within and find that self-love. So then you don't have to ever, you know, find any kind of validation from the outside. Okay. I'm going to let Christopher J and Grant Tassley respond to you. Then we're going to continue with the topic and let you go. Go ahead, Christopher J. Um, so listening to what you said, uh, it sounds like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm, it sounds like a bit of a, a void in a sense um, because he was always working. So like you said, he wasn't very affectionate. So where there was lacking, that's obviously what you seek in a sense. But I, I was going to ask too, you say that you can be a bit rash. Do you think that that comes from your father as well, being militant? Mm, uh, probably, yeah. Um, Hold- uh, probably for sure, 100%. I'm kind of like a, I would say I'm a rebel by nature. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, so I like butt hedge to the authority a lot. And it's kind of just, you know. I wonder, wonder where that comes again, from. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely um, rooted in that. But, I mean, it's definitely been a journey. Um, I've, I've grown in ways I never thought possible. Uh, I just think it's very important to just, whether it's like finding out what's going on in your relationship with someone else or whatever, you just gotta stay deep. Yeah. Even when it comes to like finding God and, and discovering your uh, spirituality, et cetera, et cetera. You gotta dive in. Hey, hey, was that a V6? Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh my God. So, so, <laughs> how you doing? What kind of car are you driving? Hey, someone, someone, someone said that it sounds like they're in the car with you. Listen, caller, like caller, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to throw it to Grantastic to talk to you, and then we're going to let you go, and we're going to continue with the show. But I want to say this. What are some toxic things or some bad things that you learned from your mama? Because we're not just going to blame your father for everything. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. Um, I think being too, uh, too submissive. Uh, but I feel like I nipped that shit in the bud very early, so it, it was kind of it's it's easier for us to to blame other women and to hold up. I by the by the way you just framed that, I can guess your religious belief. You you believe in Islam? Uh, sure. We can say that. I'm going to also guess that that's probably why you're a rebel, because you nip that submissive stuff in the bud. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Grantastic. You had anything you want to say? No, I would just say keep keep, keep digging, you know, yeah. keep, keep doing that self-reflecting, because I think people think that you get to a point where you're like, all right, I'm good. It's like there's these things that you're just going to kind of be working stop. on. Yeah, you, it doesn't stop. There's going to be things you're going to be kind of working on throughout your entire life. And I think, uh, like, people, we got to get away from the point is, like, there is an end to this feeling. It's like it may not be the end of it here or there or maybe a couple of years down the line, but you got to learn how to manage and deal with yourself. So I do commend you for that, of doing, uh, doing the work, um, because it's not easy, you know, when you come from a background like that where you, you're fighting against so much. Hold up, hold up, uh, hold up, hold up. I'm vibing right now. Uh-oh, the vibes is back. I'm vibing right now. You're, you, I don't know if this is going to happen in the next couple of days or this happened recently. But there's a guy who's going to present himself to be everything that you need, everything that you desired. 
Don't do but it. it's a trap. Don't do yeah, it. I'm not. I, trust me, I've, I've already sensed and I've already kind of, um, I got my guard up. So was that was that something recent or was that about to about to happen? This was in it's probably been in the past six years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah it's not you know, nothing new but very but you know, people people kinda of switch up on you, they it's a then different thing. So that means that the last relationship ended because the guy stepped out on you, correct? Yeah. What what happened? Wait, did, so um, did you so did you step out on the guy? No, no, no. I mean, I left, yeah, but I didn't like. Uh, I would never cheat. You know, cheat on someone. Oh, okay, okay. Well, listen, we thank you for the call. Um, watch out for the future guy. He's about to come knocking on your door sooner than later. Um, with that being said, we appreciate the call. Keep listening to the show. Deuces. Listen. So, <laughs> someone said, "Knock, knock." <laughs> yeah, for real. Hilarious. Fantastic. Uh, really what is the audience saying on Instagram? Oh, no, they were just waiting for the question, and um, some of them are too. What's father said? What's father just to answer? Uh, people were saying that uh, women are programmed through a combination of popular culture and family influence when being raised. To slant towards a particular man for companionship. What? <sighs> it's kind of heavy. Listen, we're going to take a quick 2.2 minute break. And when we come back, we are going to continue the dialogue. If you want to dialogue with us, the number of dial is 516 531 Or go to com. Download the Podbean app and be able to call in that way. We'll be right back after this quick 2.2. It's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. It's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. You know what it is, a.k.a. Mr. 
Randy Chu, aka Mr. Um, I do things in real life while you sit back and watch, aka Mr. I love everyone who supports black owned businesses, aka Mr. Here with my illustrious co-host, Christopher J, a.k.a. Mr. I'm Him, a.k.a. Mr. Essential, a.k.a. Mr. Skirt Skirt, a.k.a. You better not say it the wrong way. I I'm would, not leaving for good, but I, see what happened was there's some things I got to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't want to leave. Let me, I gotta go right now. Let me let me let me say this before I introduce Mr. Grantastic. Before we let him do his AKAs, one day I want to see Christopher J with his own podcast. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Chris, uh, Grantastic, go ahead. And All right, y'all. Can that. you chew? Woo woo. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, aka the Professor, aka Bald is Beautiful, aka Nick Rosuave. AKA hey, yo, that's fine. I ain't gonna lie. Chew, woo woo. I'm kind of. That's, that's from growing up with Dominicans. Hey, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm kind of like. I'm I want. I'm a little jealous. They call me. Listen, like, I want to say this on air before I introduce the topic again and give the call and the information. Christopher J was was so was such was such a mature man in handling the fact that season two was taking a different turn. Even though his schedule uh wouldn't permit him to be on on Tuesday nights. Um and, and you know, I had a different idea for season two. Um I didn't have to worry about him taking it personally. And so live on air, I want to say I really, as man to man, I appreciate that. That's real talk. I appreciate that because I value our personal relationship um, that we have. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much love, yo. Yeah, I mean. So listen, I'm always here with my other illustrious co-host, Mr. Clean. Cause I stay fresh. <laughs> oh, am I doing? I'm going again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay, yeah. it's Mr. Grantastic, aka the Professor, oh, aka you his Negro Suave, beautiful, aka Negro Suave, suavemente besame. Listen, the topic. It's terrible. It's terrible. What's the point? What's the point? Part two. What's the point of your relationships in your life? What's the point of your destiny? What's the point of you even being here? What's the point? The number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. We are going to extend the show a little bit longer because this dialogue has been hot monkey, monkey lava. lava. <laughs> <laughs> Hot tub of glory. <laughs> Listen, I want the audience. I want someone in the comments, someone in the chat, someone who can call into the show. Number to dial is 516 Have you ever been the toxic person in the relationship? And what's the point? Ooh. 
Now, I want you to go to the little uh, app on your phone, and it's got the little telephone there, and I need you to dial in the number 516-531-9828. Yes, sir, Lord. And then you're going to call in, and you're going to tell us about yourself. Sweet, Lord. And you're going to explain why the hell you was a toxic person in the relationship? Uh-oh, we got a caller. And then you're going to tell me. Area code 301. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay, my name is Payne. I'm calling from Landover. Landover in the house. Talk to us. PG County in the house. What's up, What's up, Jason Grant? You're just going to put the whole government? There, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You go for the whole government. So much for being secret agents. Ain't no no secret identity. Nothing. Okay, talk to us. Have I just you wanted been to talk- identify you because I we actually know one another, and my name is Ty. You could call me Ty. I wanted to, you know, we had these deep conversations. We've often had these deep conversations, these faces, and I appreciate that about him. So I just wanted I to just you. call in and, you know. I see you. And I wanted so you, to answer the question as well. Yeah, so have you been toxic in any relationship? Tell the truth. That wasn't that wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. Oh, they're talking about the last question, the question that you addressed. Okay, go ahead. Answer the last question. Go ahead. It's fine. What the uh, uh, how how was I programmed? How was I taught to find a potential mate or what was I well, I can say I wasn't taught per se by any family member. I wasn't taught. I mean, when I say I wasn't taught, I wasn't given specific guidance or directions. However, I can say that growing up through my teenage years, my young adult years, my mom, my cousins, my aunts would make comments, say things. And, you know, culturally, we mm-hmm. have that, you know, in, in whether it's a family gathering or something happens in the family. And it was always, I mean, I love my family to death, but it was always after something negative took place yeah. or something happened. It was uh, it was something like I remember, you know, like a, my like my brother. I remember my brother announcing to the family that he was having, like, his child, but he announced it in a way like he announced it when she was about to have the baby. So it was like, oh, then they would look at me and my sister and say, you know, you don't want that, you know, something like that, or – I had a cousin who got pregnant, wasn't married. You don't want to have, you know, it was it was always something like that. It wasn't, it was never anything positive. You know what I mean? It was never yeah. anything that was that or was more reactive as well to make me happy or look forward to it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and seems I like it was very reactive. Also, yeah, it was reactive. And I will say on the positive though, in my family, I did witness longevity in relationships was between my uncles, aunts, mom, dad. I did witness that. I will say I witnessed that. And I didn't witness anything firsthand, like any kind of physical abuse, any type of things like that, cheating, any transgressions, anything like that. No, I never saw that or witnessed that. However, I still was able to, as I was getting older, I was able to pinpoint or notice things that, hmm, that's not right. That doesn't look right. You know, I don't want that, even in my own household. But I I will say that I do respect and I did admire and I still do admire in my family the longevity that I witnessed. Even though I'm not married, you know, and the younger generations of my family ironically aren't married. I'll give or take a couple siblings, but the majority mm-hmm. of us are not. 
So that's the surprising part in my family that to have witnessed longevity in my family, it was it's, it's, it didn't play out like that for myself. Well, it hasn't yet. So that's one thing I often question or wonder about. Because by, mm-hmm. at my age of 39 years old, my mom, my grandma, my aunts, my uncles were damn near grandparents, you know? So yeah. I often question myself. And it does leave you to question yourself no matter how, you know, together you may think you have it or together you are or how non-toxic you may think you are. But it does have you question yourself like, hmm, am I doing something wrong? Mm. So, so, so that's my thing. I wanna... So, Miss Ty, uh, based on what you have experienced <laughs> and encountered with your with your parents, and knowing that you have in, mm-hmm. in, encountered longevity, what would you say to mm-hmm. these younger? I don't know what generation this is, the females, but what would you recommend or give advice to in order for them to even have a fraction of a chance to obtain that kind of longevity? I don't even, honestly, I don't even know because I'm trying to figure that out for myself. No, hold you know, on now. When I, say, I was listening to mm-hmm. what you said, and it sounds to me like your parents did something that uh, uh, a lot of these youngers don't got, and that's called work. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's called mm-hmm. a little work ethic. Mm. Yeah. You well, might not have witnessed say, and seen things, but you knew that things were taking place behind the scenes in order to make it last. Right. Well, I will say, too, what you all spoke of earlier about us being the ricochet generation off of the, you know, off of the non-communication, the emotionally or financially abusive, uh, or not even abusive, but... um. The, the generation we came from, I can say that the generations now, I would say the young ladies that are 10-plus t- years younger than me, I would say I believe or I feel that they didn't get to experience or witness the same things that my my generation did. Um, I think a lot of the younger generation, their social media is their world. The outside yeah. is their world. I think even with their parents, I think that, in in some ways, I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to get biblical because I'm not religious at all, or I don't even know the Bible like that. But I just do know that what's the the scripture quote, whatever this is, is the generation they get wiser yet weaker, you know, and it's wiser to wiser to the what is it wiser to what's going on, I guess, but weaker to temptation. Wiser to the world, but weaker to temptation. So it's like, yeah, they they're more self aware. Because when I look at, like, as a teacher, and even as a, you know, I hear these young girls talking, and they're more aware than I was when I was 20, 21. They know things about themselves that they didn't know, that I didn't know. They're able to speak more. They know what they want. You know what I mean? When you listen to the music, I don't know if they're just mimicking lyrics, but I'm like, shit, I didn't know. I didn't know about that back then. You know what I mean? But in a way, that's a plus, and it's a negative, too, because, I don't know if they're mimicking what they're seeing or hearing, but at the same time, they're still weaker to temptation. Like I was just reading an article about a young lady who found out her boyfriend cheated on her, the rapper, the young girl in Chicago mm-hmm. or whatever. She found out he was cheating on her, and she just killed him or shot him in the head. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, really? I know we hear stuff like that all the time, but what's going on I in her mind to where she could do something like that? Like that's, that's, of course, the betrayal, the mistrust of getting cheated on is serious. 
But, like, what is up with her in her mind to think that that's the ultimate, that's your end goal, to shoot somebody mm-hmm. in the head because he's cheating on you? Like, yeah. what is that, up with you? That is, you know, that, like, that right you, there. Were you, were you even your... raised? You know what I mean? Or were you just <laughs> who tolerated? You? Yeah, who raised you? Who raised you? That's your textbook like, who, uh, who, lack of emotional stability right there. Listen. Yeah, you were just you were just bred into this world, and I feel so my heart bled for her. You know what I mean? Because your yeah, life yeah. is over for nothing. So listen, for you when you could have so, just moved on. So let me ask this last. Let me ask you this question. Then we're gonna let you go. Uh, um, okay. Are you single right now? Yes. Why? Um, because I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm single because I just, I often, I don't know. I guess it's because I don't, I haven't met the person who I feel that feel anyone like when you mentioned a helpmate. I haven't felt someone that I haven't been with someone that I feel like is going to be there through the through my ups, my down, like my just accept me for me. You know what I mean? When I'm but you're looking for a helpmate. I'm sorry. No, I want to help me. Yes, but okay, okay. Yeah, but I just don't feel like I have met anybody recently in a long time that I feel like will be is genuine enough or thorough enough to be there, like a solid person. Like I don't feel mm-hmm. like I meet solid men in a dating capacity. You know what I mean? They they don't seem grounded, like they know what they want. It's not it's no it's nothing toward them or anything like that, but so, I just so feel let like me so if you haven't found a man that's solid to date, have you found a man solid that have came into your bedroom and infiltrated? What do you mean? What is it? What do you mean? I I, I guess uh, I know I know what he's saying. If if you haven't found one that's worth investing your time and and energy into a relationship, right. have you part? Mm-hmm. Taken in relations. Oh, the sex. But that's what I mean. The sex, the physical part of it is no problem. Any woman can tell you that. Like that's not a problem. That that's not. That's so much not. That's not even a problem to where I don't even think about that. As far as like, that's that's okay. You know what I mean. That that's the least of my concerns at this point. You know, that's the least of my concerns. Like the sex is just. The cherry on on top, you know what I mean. That's the anybody can do that. You know what I mean. All right, so I have a question, That's, and you're talking about you haven't because I, I, you know, I know a, a plethora of of genuinely qualified individuals who have worked at the show to get to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, okay, I'm just, okay, hey, ain't this your that. friend? Oh, so you don't want to help me? All right, that's cool. If you don't want to help your friend, I'll be quiet. You can go ahead, Christopher J. You make this last statement. We'll let the caller respond, and then and then we'll move on. I'm just saying, and it seems like you're seeking. It seems like you're seeking, and if you're seeking, then be mindful of where you're seeking. I'm just saying, you can't, you can't expect to soar and, and be out here looking for eagles and soar in the sky if you're underwater dealing with fish and bubble guppies. I'm just saying, you got to pay attention to your environment, and 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 go and in a sense go from there. True, true. You're right. 
Listen, Carla, we thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Um, listen, for anyone else that wants to call in, the number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. Grantastic. Do you want to say anything? No, I mean, for the, the caller, I mean, I, I personally know the person, um, like a very amazing woman. And the one thing I've noticed about, like, just certain women that they just, they're, it, it's like a, you got to strike the iron wise hot with them. Like, it's very particular, particular man that would mesh with them. And, like, there's just some people I realize, you know, like, you can, like, do matchmakers with some people. Mm. But then there's, like, individual folks that's, like, you are, are like, like a set apart person. So it's just it's a really particular person, I think, for her to kind of get her to actually be like, all right, I'll cool, I will deal with you. And not like there's any kind of, you know, like baggage or anything like that. It's just she has a very particular taste. And it's just, just like knowing my people, I just know that. I'm learning that about people. It's just they're just particular people that match up with someone. Listen, I just want to throw this, this, uh, this, this promotion out there. Um, if you're, if, if you're doing anything from 3.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., uh, True Radio will be hosting a live stream for HBCU uh, college tours um, for those who are interested in joining HBCUs. Um, I, I will be hosting it with delegate, delegate Shanika Henson and a couple other delegates and also alumni and teachers from these HBCUs. So please tune into all true radio platforms at 3.30 p.m. tomorrow. That's Eastern Standard Time. But uh, back to the topic, and we're going to make a couple more comments, and then we're going to close out the show. When you can look in the mirror and realize that you're the toxic one in the relationship, then you can realize how to maneuver out of a relationship that has been toxic towards you. What I have not heard since doing radio in 2013 till now is anyone admit that they have been the toxic one in the relationship. Um, <laughs> what? I was scratching my head. Um, <laughs> we 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 always point the finger at who else who else who has been toxic or damaging to us. But if we don't really have an answer for why we don't have a significant other who has our back, it is because you are reaping what you are sowing into the universe. Um. I'm gonna say. Hold that. on, is that a blanketed statement? <clears throat> no, nah, I, I feel like that's truth. Uh oh, hold up, we got a caller. I was toxic. <sighs> caller, state your name. Where you calling from? Alicia, Laurel, Maryland. Okay, Alicia, I need you to turn your whole life down for a moment and talk to us on your phone where you called from. Yeah, uh, I think she's on a live. Is she watching? Um, so, Alicia, talk to us. So, I think your statement is not 100% true. Okay. Because a lot of times, um, I can say I have been toxic in a relationship in my past, 
Okay. statement wasn't true. speak in absolute truths or we don't speak in 100%. Speaking in absolutes. I'm not speaking in absolutes. I'm saying that there are people in this in our world that have been hurt and now cause hurt to other people. I agree. Good people out there who are genuinely trying to be open, trying out new things in relationships, and kind of mess it up for people who are willing to be open. Because like mm-hmm. for me, I have to have my guard up a little bit because some people generally come out Shit. It's not like a 
reason. Like, I'm doing it. It's like, yes, it's a reason, but it's like, you're doing it on purpose. So there's a a difference between you had certain situations in your past. You haven't really been, you haven't been taught how to do certain things. So based on society, you might mess up. But I think it's past that. It's not a crutch. I think that some people feel like it's programmed into them. What you don't change, what you don't change, you choose. And if you ain't choosing to fix that, then your ass don't need to be jumping into no damn relationship. This is what I meant by, by operating and operating properly in your singleness. If you know that it is a reason for why other relationships have not worked, then fix it. Whoever you believe in, Jesus, Jesus, uh, Horace, or whoever you believe in, fix it. But can I ask a question now? Like, why why is it? I feel like why is being in a relationship so important? Well, just like, like, like what's the point, right? Yeah, like, cause, cause also I think at the same time, and when I ask that question, I mean, is if so, if you're not in a relationship, like, you need to wonder why is our relationship that important? That you got to wonder why you're not in a relationship if you're not in one. Right. Yeah, people put too much their own self value or worth in being in a relationship. Oh my God! Hold, I'm up, not hold up, hold up, caller. Please, whatever you're, however you're listening to us, turn that down and hear us on the phone. There we. Dang, girl, what you got us on? Bluetooth in the car or something? Yes. Dang, turn the Bluetooth off. Shit. Oh. Oh, turn the volume down a little bit in your in your car, and then we'll yeah. Is it better? Um. Yeah. 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 That's better. Okay. Now finish what you were saying. Nah, I was just saying. Yeah. So we can't. My thing is just like, are you able to acknowledge it? But oh, some people aren't doing it on purpose. If you're able to acknowledge it and you continue to move forward, you're doing it on purpose. You may not be using it as a, a as a weapon, like with the intention, like, hey, because they hurt me, I'm going to go ahead and try to hurt you now. You might not be doing it in that sense, but if I'm if you know that you're still hurting from the last situation and you're jumping into a new one, what's really what's the difference? You're still going to your open wound is still going to bleed on someone else. Woo!
So so next week is going to be so everyone listening, next week is going to be the last chew on that show for this year. Um I'm gonna be doing Instagram I'm gonna be doing Instagram live with a bunch of other people and things like that and I'll upload it to our channels and all that and I may do shows, you know, um just talking to the audience or the fans about some things. But because in January we'll be starting season two. Um but anyway, um I appreciate everyone calling in, I appreciate the dialogue. Um uh, we're going to do a part three of this. Ooh, part three, all three. Um, and we're going to end season one on part three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're going to do it like that. This season two will start in January. We will follow us on True Radio on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, the whole nine, Twitter. We'll announce and promote what season two is going to be about and all that. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate the support. We appreciate everything that y'all do for us. It's True Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Love, peace, and chicken grease, my people. Deuces! Y'all be safe. Deuces.